Welcome to Bible Study. We're starting a new series of Bible studies because it's summertime. And a lot of stuff happens during the summer. We get a break from the usual grind. But another thing sometimes happens during the summer and we can get into kind of a spiritual desert. And we don't want to do that. So we've got some Bible studies that God has laid on our heart to teach about a summer breakthrough. Summer breakthrough. And we'd like to direct your attention to the book of Philippians, chapter 3 and verse 13. Paul said, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. And that last part of the verse of Scripture reaching forth unto those things which are before. When God comes into our life, He really just never lets us stop growing. God always has us growing. He's always stretching us. When you get older, stretching isn't as easy. And when you're younger, you're more supple. But God never stops stretching us, molding us, challenging us. And so I thought it would be a blessing during the summer to look into the Word of God and see some people that have gone through some breakthroughs. And if, uh, we're going to deal with basically three points in this Bible study and maybe revisit them a little bit later. And that's breaking through out of the comfort zone. And then breaking through into the growth zone. And then breaking through, it's going to be football season in a couple of months, breaking through into the end zone. So we want to have our focus and our goals, but in that order, uh, it's been shared that spiders, spiders did okay during COVID. They had a lot of, they had a lot of online learning, but they were okay because they're pretty comfortable on the web. But getting out of comfort, out of a comfort zone can make you uncomfortable just like that that apple that was uncomfortable in the bowl of fruit. You know why the apple was uncomfortable in the bowl of fruit? Pear pressure. The Bible says in Genesis, if we look at a man called Abraham this evening. A man called Abraham. We're going to look at three things. How Abraham broke out of the comfort zone. Then he had a breakthrough into the growth zone. And then his final breakthrough into the end zone. And really that's a pattern for all of our lives, getting out of the comfort zone, getting into the growth zone, and getting through into the end zone. And really it's a challenge because it's going to take us to uh, look at things differently, maybe take some action in our lives. So look at, look, let's look at Genesis chapter 12 and verses 1 through 3. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee, and I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing, and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee 
shall all families of the earth be blessed. Sometimes a blessing doesn't seem like a blessing. Say, preacher, how could that be a blessing? He told Abraham to get away from everything that was familiar with him. But God has a plan in everything that he does. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Hi. Sometimes a blessing, we're dealing with a summer breakthrough. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13, and then all the way back to Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1. The Lord began to speak to Abram who later became known as Abraham. And he said, basically, get away from everything that's familiar to you. And we're dealing with three points. First is the breakthrough. We're dealing with the summer breakthrough because that's what we all need during the summer. We need a breakthrough. We need a break, but we need a breakthrough in Christianity. Breaking through out of the comfort zone, the first thing. Breaking through into the growth zone and breaking through into the end zone to get our blessing. So sometimes... When we look at, I believe that God is a God who wants to bless us, but sometimes it doesn't seem that way. And sometimes blessings don't seem like blessings. You ever go to church and you hear something and you're like, oh, that doesn't sound, uh, that doesn't sound good. Well, the Bible says no chastening seemeth to be joyous, but afterward it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness. So sometimes God does things but he has a blessing in mind. And I have an introduction that there was a, a lady named Corrie Ten Boom, and she and her family had hid some Jews in World War II. And they were caught by the Germans, and they were put into a, a concentration camp. Corrie was a Christian. Her sister was named Betsy. And they prayed... And they, they lived in this horrible uh, three bunks high and, the, and the, the beds were made out of straw. And then, of course, in the straw, you get all kinds of lice and all kinds of fleas. But they had smuggled the Bible in. And so they were, uh, they were praying. And Corey Ten Boom wondered how you could give thanks. Like, where's the blessing in this place? But Betsy, her sister prayed and reminded her sister they had read that morning give thanks in all circumstances the bible says in everything give thanks so they started to list the things they could give thanks for have you ever done that it's a blessing so they thanked god for the bible they had been able to smuggle in they even gave thanks for the packed room they lived in and after mentioning several things to be thankful for betsy said thank you for the fleas now, I've had fleas. I've, I've never said that before. <laughs> but Corey wondered how she could ever be thankful for a flea. And uh, fleas, they're pretty nasty. They get into you and it's kind of like they, they itch. They bite on you. And usually they bring all their friends and they, you know, they, you know, just, uh, uh, inf yeah, infiltrate wherever you are. Well, Several weeks later, one of the supervisors was called to their barracks, right? One of the, the Nazi supervisors. But the supervisor refused to enter into the barracks. Pray tell why. 
They didn't want to get around all those prisoners who were infested with fleas. So they had so much freedom, more freedom than the other prisoners, because none of the guards wanted to go into their space. So they had freedom to pray, freedom to read the Bible, freedom to teach about Jesus because of the fleas and the life. None of the supervisors wanted any of that. That's when Corey Ten Boom realized how she could be thankful for even a flea. And in our lives, uh, when we get a summer breakthrough, it's first of all, breaking out of our comfort zone. So we're dealing with summer breakthroughs in 2021. And the first thing in Christianity, whenever God deals with us, the first thing he's going to do is he's going to get us to break out of our comfort zone. I heard someone say something like this. No growth happens in our comfort zone. You know why? Because we're just, you know, have you ever, you've ever driven to work or whatever, and then uh, you're going somewhere else, but unconsciously you're still driving to work. You can just get this mental rut of driving to work and driving home. And I've had my wife correct me. She's like, honey, you're going the wrong way. Because I was just kind of in my zone of just kind of driving to work. And I wasn't even really thinking about it. And I think I've driven to work half asleep where I just kind of woke up and say, I don't even remember how I got here. But you can just kind of go through the motions of going and coming home. Well, God told Abraham, he said, leave your country. Leave your people. Leave your father's household. Uh, What was he saying? Leave your daily routine. Leave your, if he had a job, I'm sure he had places where his flocks would graze. All of that's gone. What was he saying? Abraham, Leave your comfort zone. And uh, it's interesting. If you read the Bible, that's the very first thing that God said to Abraham. There was like no intro. You know, man liveth not by bread alone. He's got to be buttered up. But there was no buttering up. It's like God just said, Abraham, gone. (laughs) And uh, how old was Abraham? Well, preacher, I I heard that before you say that you cannot teach an old dog new tricks. Well, Abraham was 75 years old. Now, a lot of people in 75, what are they trying to do? Retire to the villages, you know, go to the golf course. They're not looking to start out brand new. But God told Abraham, just go. And it's interesting. What did Abraham do? The Bible says in the very next verse. Now, Abraham was this kind of guy. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And it said, and Lot went with him, and Abraham was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. So the first thing that God wants us to do is break out of the comfort zone. And why? Why why did God ask Abraham to do that? Couldn't Abraham have just been used where he was? And that's a good question. Well, if you read in Joshua... Chapter 24 and verse 2. The Bible says, Your fathers dwelt on the other side of the flood in old time, even Terah, the father of Abraham, and the father of Nacor. And they served other gods. That's interesting. Abraham's father was not a worshiper of the God of Israel. And even Abraham probably grew up worshiping other gods. God bless you. It's good to see you. 
We're dealing with summer breakthroughs. I have to look at everybody over here. It's like, hi. <laughs> but people can encourage you, but it's very true also. People can hold you back. And I believe that God knew that that environment, that spiritual environment that Abraham had, wasn't going to be good for him. So I, I have a child, and you know that sometimes kids can get around the wrong influence. And it, it doesn't take very many. It can just be like one kid or, you know, that you can hang around someone as an adult. That one person, the Bible says that evil communication corrupts good manners. But God said, I need you to get out. I need to be able to deal with you because God said, I want to bless you. I want to bless you and I want to help your life. So what did Abraham do? He broke through out of the comfort zone. You know, it's an exciting thing. We're having a summer challenge, and uh, we invited a bunch of people today because I look at everyone as a target. You're like, I need you. <laughs> and uh, so you can just walk up, and uh, my daughter was saying, but Daddy, my daughter went and invited this person to church with a church card at a, at a park. And she said uh, something like, Daddy, I was nervous. And I'm like, honey, I'm nervous too. I, just, I don't think that ever goes away. But what do you do? Just like Abraham, God said, go, Abraham departed. And when you're dealing with someone about coming to church, really just action overcomes fear. They're nervous. We're nervous. But I'm just going to invite you anyway. And uh, the nervousness probably never goes away. But uh, I just do it anyway. Why? Because I'm getting out of my comfort zone. I want a summer breakthrough. So Hebrews chapter 11 records about Abraham. It says, by faith, Abraham. When he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out. I like this. Knowing, or excuse me, not knowing whither he went. So he just like, God said, go, and he's like, okay. <laughs> and he just kind of pulled up his tent. God's like, I'll show you later. Just, just, just go. And, uh, you know, when I gave my life to Jesus Christ, I didn't have a big plan. But you know what? God has a plan. God knows what he's doing. The Bible said that he knows the thoughts or the plans that he has for us. And what when we break out of that comfort zone, sometimes, you know, like say, preacher, I don't know how I'm going to read the whole Bible, but I can just start. I don't know how I'm going to have a prayer life, but I can just pray. I don't know how we're going to invite 2000 people. I don't know, but I can just invite one. You know, and it's a blessing. I was at, was at AutoZone. I think I invited three or four people just at AutoZone. I invited this guy, I invited another guy, and then I walked out into the parking lot and I'm looking for people and people break eye contact. So I just saw this guy walk in and I went and invited him. And, but it's a real blessing. All of the people that you meet, and we have a digital card too. You can just shoot that, them on their phone. But I carry a bunch just in my, uh, in my uh, pocket or whatever. And I'm just like, here you go. But... It is a breakthrough because when you begin to do what God wants you to do, you have that breakthrough and you get this little pit in your stomach or whatever, but when you're doing something new and I don't know if you remember maybe inviting a girl out or inviting a guy, I don't know if girls invite guys out, but uh, I'm sure it happens, but you're nervous and you feel your palms sweaty. What are you doing? You're out of your comfort zone. Have you ever spoken a different language that you weren't? familiar with and uh, you were kind of halting and you were saying things wrong why you were out of your comfort zone but what are you doing when you get out of your comfort zone 
you're getting into a different zone. You're growing into the growth zone. And you know that God will not just make us uncomfortable, but God has a plan for us to grow. So the Bible said Abraham departed. He got into that growth zone and say, what was Abraham doing? And you say, well, Abraham was this great big father of faith and he was this perfect guy. <laughs> you see, sometimes I think we say, God, if I get out of my comfort zone, I'm just going to mess up and I'm not going to be able to do it right. You know, I think some of the most awesome soul winners are people that are just very honest and they'll say, you know what, I'm nervous, I'm no good at this, but I'm going to do it anyway. If you look at Abraham, he had a lot of mistakes that he made, but God used him anyway. Abraham wasn't perfect, and I don't think God is looking for us to be perfect. God is just looking for us to be open. Have you ever seen someone in football? They, they, they run their route, they're called a receiver, and they lift up their hands, they're like, I'm open! And so uh, Abraham... If you read right after God called him, there was a famine in the land. What happened in Genesis chapter 12 and verse 10? And he went down into Egypt. Now going down into Egypt has always been seen as kind of like going away from the plan of God. Egypt was like New York City, right? It had everything. It had all of the, like the worldly needs, all the food, all the infrastructure. And he goes down. God wasn't leading him to Egypt, but there were circumstances. So he's like, I'm going to kind of go that way, God. And when he went into Egypt, there were some problems because his wife was very attractive. Man, and uh, she was an older lady, but she was so attractive. He said, uh, look, you're attractive. Or maybe he said it in 2021. He said, honey, you're hot. Okay. Not because we're in Egypt and the sun is beating down on you, but Sarah, you're just hot. So I, I'm kind of jealous. And what's going to happen? The Egyptians are going to see you. They're going to kill me, but they're going to save you. So just say that you're my sister. It's kind of half fib because they were, she kind of was in that one parent that was the same, the other parent that wasn't. And uh, just, just say uh, that so I don't get killed. So he gets off the path a little bit and... Um, uh, it gets resolved. Pharaoh uh, takes her for his wife, but nothing really happens because they have to kind of uh, work that out. And then uh, he takes Lot with him and Lot causes problems down the road, family issues. So a preacher, what are you saying all that? All of these things, Abraham wasn't perfect, but Abraham was growing. And so God tells us, you know, if you can go forward you know, God will deal with us. I've learned a few things and I've done a few things wrong in Christianity. But God, after these things, God spoke to Abraham in Genesis 15. Because Abraham was moving forward, even though it wasn't perfect. He was in that growth zone. He was breaking through to the growth zone. Uh, the Bible says that God made him a promise. And he said, I'm your shield and I'm your reward. And then he said, I'm going to promise you a son. And the Bible says that he believed in the Lord and he counted it to him for righteousness. Genesis chapter 15, verse 6. You know that when God called Abraham out of his father's house, he was 75. Do you know when he had a kid? He was 100. So it took 25 years for God to give him that promise. From the time the promise that, that he was called out and he said, I'm going to bless you. 
to the time the blessing came. And you know, if God's made unto you a promise, God will keep the promise. Now it's interesting, have you ever done a connect the dots? You know, you do one, two, three, four, and, and it looks just like a bunch of dots. And you don't know what the picture is, but you start doing the dots and connecting them, and after a while, this, this picture comes into view. Well, it's kind of like tracing a picture is really what you're doing. Well, Abraham trusted God before he could trace his plan. He just went. And so sometimes God just said, just, just go do this. And you're like, but God, I don't have it all worked out. And God's like, that's not how I roll. I don't want you to have it all worked out. I just want you to go. And so Abraham just went and God began to do things in his life. And as Abraham could look back, he could see that tracing of everything that God did in his life. And I don't know if you've faced that before where you look back and you're like, that's why that happened. And that's why that happened. Well, someone said, if you can't see God's hand, trust his heart. I can't see why God's doing this. Well, we're in the growth zone. Nobody likes trading the familiar things for unfamiliar things, right? It's like, I'm going to take away this thing and I'm going to give you something brand new. Uh, I'm going to trade this and give you a new computer program that you don't know anything about. Like when I pick my wife's phone up, I'm like, how do you do this? I mean, I've got an iPhone and I kind of know how to use it. And then my wife's phone, I don't think I could even, maybe I could unlock it, but I don't know if I could do much after that. Like, honey, how do you see the text? How do you do this? Why? Because it's unfamiliar. Well, no one likes trading unfamiliar or familiar experiences for unfamiliar or do we? Have you ever bought, have you ever gone and purchased an unfamiliar car? How about some unfamiliar furniture? Have you ever watched an unfamiliar movie? I'm just using a different word, right? Of course not. You bought a new car, but it was new because it was unfamiliar, right? And you sought out the unfamiliar car. You already knew the one you had and it stunk, right? Because it had all kinds of things that didn't work on it, but you actually wanted one that was unfamiliar. You didn't want your familiar couch because the spring attacked you every time you sat on it. And when you reached back, you had so many ketchup packets in it that you could have, you know, you didn't need to buy a bottle of ketchup because you had a bottle's worth in the couch. I remember that uh, someone had given us a couch, I think, or maybe the Patterson's a couch, and we put it on our head to carry it back to our place, and it was like raining quarters and stuff out of the couch. It was a used couch, right? But we watched not an unfamiliar movie. It's new. You know, and that's what God wants us when he's growing. He doesn't want us to be unfamiliar. He wants to give us a new experience, a new blessing, something new that we haven't had before. And so he gets us to take that step and uh, that wasn't the, nat, the Armstrong, Neil Armstrong, the astronaut, that he said, it's one small step for man. He was on the moon, right? He took that step on the moon. But then he said something like this. He said, one giant leap for mankind. It was just a step. And Abraham took some steps, and some of them weren't so right, and some of them weren't so... But he was breaking into this growth zone where Abraham was learning to trust God. Have you ever done something and it felt so... Not normal, but you were doing something new and trusting God. You know, some steps are really significant. Uh, 
a step up to the altar. Maybe you're stepping up to the altar to get married. Just one step, but it was significant. What about stepping up to the gold medal stand in the Olympics? One step, but that was a big step. What about if you step, you know, you step out of the jetway and onto an airplane? It's just one step, but you're going into an entirely new environment. What about stepping into a roller coaster like the Mako? I think my wife said that's the number two roller coaster in the United States, like an all of the roller coasters. The number one is like in Ohio, Cedar Point. I've never been to that, that uh, theme park, but I can't wait for the slingshot in Orlando. That's a new thing. You say, what is it? I don't know. It's a make, it makes me a little nerve-wracking. I've seen some, I saw a little guy like kicking his feet like a little kid. He was not having a good time. The little kid was fine that I saw go up, but the guy, you could see he was kicking his feet like he wanted to get off. And you can't get off when you start. But it's something new. Say, but what's it going to be like? I have no idea. But it's going to be exciting. It's going to be new because I'm going to be in the growth zone. But also there's a breakthrough. God, he gets us to grow, but God desires. See, in the beginning, God said, I'm going to bless you. He said, Abraham, or called him Abram because he changed his name later. He said, get out. But then in the next verse, he said, I'm going to make of a gr- you of a great nation. He said, I'm going to bless you. You see, the whole thing, football season is about to start at the end of summer. But there's a lot of obstacles in a football, in a football field. And we can, we, can, we can magnify these obstacles. But everyone on that football team, they're going to be looking for the end zone, not the obstacles on the field. They're going to be looking to get around the obstacles, which are people, to get into the end zone and get that points, those points. You see that God told Abraham, he said, if you do what I tell you to do, watch what I'm going to do. I'm going to make you a great nation. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make your name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. And then he said, I'm going to bless them that bless you and curse them that curse you. And all families of the earth in you, they're going to be blessed. So it's interesting. God said, I'm going to bless you. He said, I'm going to make your name great. You know, because of what Abraham's uh, breaking out of his comfort zone, people will follow his lead. And a lot of people name their kid Abraham or Abe. Have you ever heard of Abraham Lincoln? There's a lot of Abrahams running around, but there's not too many Jezebels, probably not too many Judases, right? It's like, I named my daughter Jezebel. You're like, oh, okay. You're not going to find that like on the Coke can, Jezebel, you know, with the, the name Jezebel. Probably not Judas either. Why? Their names weren't a blessing. And then he said, thou shalt be a blessing. God will give us enough so that we can be a blessing to someone else with our attitude. People will be watching your lead. And he said, I will bless them that bless you. God's going to have your back. You know, 25 years later, God gave Abraham a son. And the Bible said... Let me just keep going on down. I'm out of time. But the Bible said all the way into Galatians, go to the New Testament, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Christ, through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. See, there's blessings. I remember Pastor Keckle taught this some years ago in a conference. There's lots of blessings. Bless you, brother. You got a new car, that's a blessing, right? You got a new couch, that's a blessing. You got a new job, that's a blessing. New house, that's a blessing. But the blessing in the Bible is Christ Jesus. But it was called, interestingly enough, in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 14, the blessing of 
Abraham. What's the blessing of Abraham? Jesus Christ. That blessing was passed down. It was given unto uh, Isaac uh, and then Jacob. And it was passed down the blessing of Jesus Christ. And through that genealogy until Jesus was born of a virgin, that we could get all the other blessings. You see, all the other blessings come through Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ. So in a summer breakthrough, we realize, wait a second. If God wants me to be uncomfortable, it's for me to grow. And if God wants me to grow, it's so I can get into that end zone. I can break through to the blessing that God wants me to have. And what is that blessing? Well, he wants us to have Jesus Christ. But with, with Jesus Christ, you get everything. It's all included with the Son. Let me close with this. So this young girl, and this is a dated illustration. A young girl once consulted her minister. I cannot stick it out any longer. I'm the only Christian in the factory where I work. I get nothing but taunts and sneers, and it's more than I can stand. I'm going to quit. I'm going to resign. Will you tell me, asked the minister, where lights are placed? You know, those crazy ministers. And she said, what has that to do with it? The young Christian asked him rather bluntly, and then the minister, of course, said, never mind. Answer my question. Where are lights placed? And so, you know, kind of probably shrugged her shoulders and she said, well, I suppose in dark places. He said, yes. And that's why you have been placed in that factory where there is no light, where there's such spiritual darkness and when there is no other Christian to shine for the Lord. And you see her like eyes probably opened up, right? The young Christian realized for the first time the opportunity that was hers. She felt she could not fail God by allowing her light to go out. She went back to the factory with renewed determination to let her light shine in that dark corner. And the illustration said before long she was the means of leading nine other girls to that light, which is Jesus Christ. So, Summer Breakthrough 2021. Try something new. Uh, Get out of your comfort zone. Try a new food. Try a new Bible book. Try a new prayer. Try a new challenge. Let God be God. And so, we can break out of our comfort zone. Be uncomfortable so we can grow. Break into that growth zone where we're growing. We're going to be talking about that. And then break into that end zone and get that blessing that we're looking for. Something that has meaning in our lives. Amen. God bless you is our prayer. Let's close in prayer. Brother Belez, would you stand and pray and dismiss us?